0: Greetings! I'm Lisa B. and I'm so psyched you're here. Thanks for tuning in to this eco-psyched episode. Let's dig in! Welcome back to Adopting Daphne, a China adoption story. In our first episode, we said so long to loved ones and made our way to China. We discussed the technology necessary to work and stay in touch with family and friends at home while we were away. And we got a sneak peek into the lives of Stephanie, David, and Travis as they moved toward completing their family. Our adventure continues. We were up early the morning after our arrival. We made our way down to the hotel lobby to exchange money where there was no fee for the exchange. If you choose to exchange money at a kiosk or in a bank, you're typically subject to fees. At the hotel counter, several of my bills were refused because Chinese banks will not accept them in less than perfect condition. But I ultimately had enough yuan to get through the day. The breakfast spread at our hotel was delicious. Scrambled and hard-boiled eggs, sausage links, pancakes, cereals and bagels, and dumplings. Oh, the dumplings. After breakfast, we boarded our agency shuttle because today and tomorrow are tourism days. China wants adoptive parents to experience China and learn about their children's culture. And I was totally on board with that.
1: You can have a good time in Beijing before you start your important mission. Uh, we are going. So our schedule today is: uh, we are going to visit the Tiananmen Square, a Forbidden City, and take rickshaw to visit the local neighborhood and have uh, lunch in the local family. Then we are going to visit a tea house. Then we'll be back to the hotel. So today will be not very late. We'll be back to the hotel around three o'clock in the afternoon. As, uh, because uh, we are adjust the itinerary, as tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, the Tiananmen Square will be closed for the military parade rehearsal or training. So we can only go there today. And we'll go to the Great Wall and watch an acrobatic show tomorrow. Okay. Right. It is your first trip to China. Right now, you have a special mission. <laughs> and when are you going to meet your children? They're now Monday, Monday. Sunday. Monday, Sunday, and Monday. All right, two or three days left. Are you excited? Yes. All right, I can imagine. To so you start your new life. Now, before you start your new life, enjoy your stay in Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. You know that on uh, Monday or, or Sunday or Monday, you meet your children, and then the next day, Tuesday, or usually Monday or Tuesday, you go back to the civil affairs office and to go through the formality. And every family will be requested to write a small statement uh, for the officer uh, telling them the reason you would like to. Uh, have a, to, to adopt a child from China. And I know all of you have your individual reasons, but I'm sure you have one reason in common, that is you love China, right? Yes, yeah. so I'm very happy you love China. <laughs> so you might be interested in the cultural history of this country. So I give you the information that I have about this country, its people, and the history, and contemporary situation. All right, whenever you have any questions, please let me know. If I know the answer, I'll give you the answer, okay? the Tiananmen Square and the Forbidden City is an actual center of the entire Beijing. That was the first building complex in Beijing, constructed six centuries ago.
0: I was amazed to see how crisp and clean the air was in Beijing. I anticipated thick smog and had even packed masks for the occasion. But in a couple weeks, it would be China's 70th anniversary of victory over Japan in the Second World War, and significant efforts were made to clean the air for the celebrations. Tiananmen Square was beautiful before us in its festive preparations, and it was teeming with visitors. hours we walked through Tiananmen Square and the Forbidden City, exploring the oriental architecture. The sloping curved roofs adorned with what appeared to be arched clay shingles. Great lion statues flanking grand entranceways. Expansive courtyards of now eroding bricks upon which dignitaries once walked to go from building to building on official business. All of this in a palette of bright reds, yellows, oranges, blues and greens. We were among tourists from around the world admiring the thick flowerbeds in full bloom, accenting the grounds, which were impeccably kept. From Tiananmen Square in the Forbidden City, our group boarded the bus for a short trip to the Hutong neighborhood, where we were scheduled to have lunch at a private residence. When we arrived at our drop-off location, we found out that the rickshaws arranged for us were running late. This gave us an opportunity to walk through the back alleys of the neighborhood on foot. During our walk, we got a taste of authentic Chinese city living. The neighborhood was quaint, with pedestrians and rickshaws navigating the narrow streets. Homes were made of concrete and brick and were connected to one another. Most homes consisted of no more than a few rooms, But some more elaborate living arrangements were constructed around small outdoor courtyards where grapes and gourds dangled from arbors and pet rabbits and chickens roamed when they weren't caged for the sake of visitors. At one such courtyard we were invited to visit, there was a room where newly married couples would spend their first night together, serving as a standard bedroom other nights. There was a small studio where an artist was intricately painting the insides of small glass ornaments. There was an austere living room with rustic wooden furniture, and two other rooms we were not invited into. Our neighborhood guide told us that this very home might sell for 15 million U.S. dollars. Of course, the families living here were not wealthy. In fact, they would be considered quite poor by American standards. But these homes have been passed down from generation to generation, allowing lower-income families to still own them and grandparents, parents, and children to live together within the city. It was time for our rickshaws to catch up with us and give us a boost to our lunch site. As we exited the courtyard, an assembly of carts and operators awaited our arrival. Now, Steph and I are fairly tall with larger frames than that of the average Chinese citizen. We weren't a welcome sight to the gentleman we selected. He laughed and jeered in Mandarin with his friends as everyone in our group hopped onto their rides. Riding a rickshaw in China has its dangers. Walking on a street in China, for that matter, carries risks. Steph and I were amazed we didn't witness any accidents, let alone casualties, and it was our turn to watch our rickshaw play Frogger on the streets of the neighborhood. Yikes, (laughs) We ultimately made it to lunch unscathed and had smiles on our faces for the adventure. Our agency guide escorted us into our host residence, where we passed a small kitchen with busy cooks. We continued on to a slightly larger room where three sizable round tables fit snugly, and were dressed in white linens. Everyone took a seat as we shared savory Chinese dishes and chatted about our circumstances.
2: This is great! Like really experiencing what real life is, like not the touristy
0: only things, although that's cool too. (laughs)
3: Well our flight got cancelled from our, to Beijing and so we had to be rebooked on a different airline and so our luggage didn't make it. Maybe
2: I need to borrow it. clothes from someone. Yeah. It's some a t-shirt maybe tomorrow. your. <laughs> <laughs> <What is this? laughs> I we yeah.
4: always
0: do, but we had so much paperwork to bring. My computer and all that stuff that I couldn't fit one more thing in my bag. That's what we did. we kind of sell luggage between all, all the different yeah. bags. I think that at least one
3: make it. Yeah. So the Forbidden City yeah. is great, <laughs>
1: right? You, <laughs> you asked cool. the question, why is it forbidden? Do you remember the answer?
3: Because when the emperors
2: were there, people were forbidden to visit. Only officials and people who had government business were allowed there.
0: Was this kind of a last minute trip for everybody? We thought we were traveling like in September. We were even given of dates and then it was like a week out and changed. Yeah, we thought we were going to be on the August 5th trip. Oh, okay. And our fingerprints didn't clear. That's uh, did. Our fingerprints oh, there through August 12th. <laughs> well. uh,
4: yeah, I thought it was going to be the 26th.
0: So.
2: What we thought. Yeah, yeah no. and they moved it up. So there was extra panic getting the it. settled at home. Yeah, I
4: was glad I'm in the Bethany china family Facebook group. I had no
3: idea. Yeah. Oh, on it's the 70th anniversary? That's
2: why everything got bumped up. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, they made it sound like
3: the government just decided to do that. Like it wasn't super planned out. Yeah. 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 Like they just decided we're gonna celebrate. Didn't see
2: that one coming uh, Yeah. Seventieth yeah. well, anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it came up really yeah. fast. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was one of those I thought you had. I thought you had yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <you go>. <laughs> Outside the t shirt here is better, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a real home cooking. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. So this is an imperial cook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before he cooked for our first president of China. Ah. The picture here, this man is the first president of China. Wow. Ah. This is Mr. Yang and a no. books and the, uh, there. It's all about the first president of China. Wow. wow. I've been cook for him and his family for 10 years. Wow. Oh. Imperial cook, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very good. Thank, Thank you. you. So, so he's a soldier. He still works in the military. Okay. So this is like his time, uh, part-time job. Well, oh. so he doesn't need to go to the military very often. Anyway, yeah. so the chairman, the president found have many cooks, yeah. And the president from Sichuan province, he loves the spicy food very much, so he's very good at cooking the spicy food. Mm. Ah. But for you, this is more it.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and if you're ready, so take all your belongings. okay, so next we we'll go back to
0: the... We made our way back to our rickshaws and traveled along the streets of the neighborhood and out onto the main streets of the city. I wasn't nearly as white-knuckled as i had been on our inaugural ride. There was much to take in as we rode along the canal tradesmen and women were busy at work in small shops and restaurants along the streets. Yeah. When we arrived at our destination, we tipped our rickshaw driver, and boarded our bus. Next stop, tea room. Very traditional. Because they learn a they all you
4: by, you know,
0: It was an elegant, traditional tea tasting room with a long wood dining table with stools that snugly accommodated our group. Our host passed seven or eight teas around the table for each of us to smell. Some were floral and some spicy. She demonstrated brewing the teas and shared samples for us to sip in our delicate teacups. She even introduced us to Pee Pee Boy. Now, if you're not familiar with Pee Pee Boy, you should become acquainted. Steph and Daphne would later surprise me with a gift of a Pee Pee Boy for Christmas that Steph secretly bought in the tea room gift shop. <laughs> I love that This one is made by hand, handmade flower. Yeah, it looks
4: like a it's all use the use the needle and the string, like one by one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, now I put it in the glass and wash it first. Then put it in hot water. You see, if it blusher.
2: Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, wait some
4: minutes, you can see the flowers will come out. Yeah, this is a party tea. Party tea. Yeah, one more, you can make five cups for drinking. After drinking, you can change. Cold water, keep it for decoration. Or party tea for showing for drinking both okay. And we have different uh, styles, different flowers for showing. This is the one type. That's jasmine. At a butter that's a green tea. Mm. Yeah, like a flower basket. So uh, that means yeah. welcome. Uh. Yeah. You can see this tea has compressed into different uh, shapes. Like a chocolate, like a cake and other shapes. Uh, you know this tea is very special. It's like a whiskey. It's more older, more better, more older, more valuable. So you can keep it for many years, like a collection. Today we try this one, it's five years old. It's a young one, yeah, Mm -hmm. no much smell.
0: After our Uh, tea tea tasting and everyone had collected their souvenirs at the gift shop, the bus took us back to our hotel where we all retired for a while. After some refreshing and a brief nap, we met up with some of our group and had dinner at a noodle restaurant nearby. Although the group's orders were jumbled beyond recognition, The food that did arrive was great, by all accounts. I passed on eating after feeling a little queasy from exhaustion, and I'd ultimately be fine with trail mix back in the room that night. I was getting accustomed to being in China as I washed up for bed. The tap water is not potable, which means it's not fit for drinking. It would be my biggest challenge throughout our trip to avoid scooping a handful of water from the faucet into my mouth after brushing my teeth. The hotels provided several bottles of water, but we would start stocking up on them along the way. For now, we hit the hay to rest up for tourism day number two.
1: Okay, so I was scheduled today. We're going to drive to the Great Wall. We have a beautiful day today, and the view on the Great Wall will be fine. Wow. Uh, we'll drive about an hour, probably more than an hour, depending on the traffic on the highway. we first uh, visit the Koi Z factory, then we'll go to the mall. After that, we we'll go for lunch, then we'll drive back to the city by passing the stadium uh, on Bollipi Village, taking some pictures. If we, We'll see whether we can stop there, and then we'll go to the theater. For the show. All right, so I need to teach you some simple expressions uh, for the communication with your children for the first few days. Then you can gradually speak English to them. We need to ask them, do you need to eat something or do you need to drink something? Uh, Hungry. Uh, there are two versions, two, two ways. The first is, uh, This is the first. And the second is, 饿不饿? Which one do you think is easier for you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first one?
1: Okay, forget about the second one. Okay. Uh, in Mandarin, uh, the language is very different from English and other Western languages. So, Hungary or Hungary in Chinese are both When you speak them uh, in a descending tongue, it is a statement I am hungry. Uh, when you speak them in a ascending tongue, it's a question Are you hungry? Mm? So lemma, lemma means are you, it's a question, it's an end of a question. Lema. 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 Children you already have very uh, quick reaction towards this question. For my children is they are always angry whenever you ask. <laughs> whenever you ask them. So lemma? Okay, before lunch, I'm going to ask this question. If there's no answer from you, we'll skip the lunch, okay? <laughs> Uh, okay. uh. I am. Uh. Uh. You can just say uh. Uh, in a uh. deciding comment. It's a statement. And the word for drink. Do you want something to drink? Ke. Are you thirsty? Is ke ma? So these are the two for eat and drink. Another two for party. PP uh, is 尿尿. So niao niao ma? ma is the end of a question. So niao niao ma means uh, do you want potty? Do you want pee If if the, your child says "尿尿," means he is poly, he is poly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but this is uh, uh this is children's word, uh, not for not for men. Uh, not, not for us. You know? It's very straight, you know. <laughs> and uh, another one is poo-poo also potty. It's uh ba ba. It's children's word. Do you know the word daddy? Ba Ba ba.
4: These words are the same pronunciation. <laughs>
1: All right, so these are the <laughs> expressions we learned today. You can practice that.
0: We were kept entertained with fun facts and the history of China until we reached our first stop of the day, the Cloisonne factory. Here, employees make dazzling vases, ornaments, bowls, statues, and many more pieces of art with intricate designs. A factory ambassador walked us through the process. Really? This is the
2: Supreme Harmony Room, the biggest palace of the Forbidden City. This is Emperor Brown. And these decorations in the Permian city are more than 7,000 pieces from fourteen fifty years from Ming Dynasty until now almost 600 years, the powder is shining never change again and won't break They are all the metal. we call it Ming Vice Because this art from Ming Dynasty, we call it Ming Vice But all the whole world thinks about it as porcelain or ceramic, mm-hmm. But it's metal You can touch that, don't worry, I mean that <laughs> And we can see on the ground there is a material It's a little dirty, sorry Underground, the there's a material behind the chair. We use the pieces of oh. copper, and we cut it to the different shapes. Use a small, tiny hammer to hammer so many times. Oh. I later, weld it together. To hammered about 50,000 times. Hammered and wow. hammered. So the master is almost deaf. Here, just a step one. It's making some body. I later, making some patterns on the surface.
0: To but no one's patterns. surprise, this start is where we spent goes. most of our time buying souvenirs. The souvenir shop was more of a warehouse of pieces like those we witnessed being made. I bought an elephant and fish ornaments as gifts and one beautiful small owl ornament for myself. Our next stop was the Great Wall, and my anticipation of it was great too. Our bus ride was becoming more mountainous and the road more curvy. My first glimpse of the wall snuck up on me and took me by surprise. It was far up on the hillside to our right, and I could barely wait to set foot on it.
3: Uh, the <laughs> baby <debating> turning back. <laughs> it's hard on the wall.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're having something fattening for lunch. <laughs> Steph had climbed the wall on her last trip to adopt her son. She and another woman in our group rested on one of the lower levels while that woman's husband and I continued to climb. We stopped at the second to last tower in sight and bought some popsicles from a vendor. Yes, the vendors make this hike with their wares every day. We climbed to the top of the tower where the view was majestic. We were surrounded by the tips of green jagged mountains and we could barely make out the parking lot so far below. The air was thin and fresh, and the soft breeze was perfectly refreshing. The mix of voices had thinned at this height, and those we stood with now shared in our achievement. We stayed for a few minutes to soak in the fruits of our climb before making our way back down. When we finally met back up with our team at the first level, Steph and I snapped small locks to a chain with thousands of others. The night before we left for China, Steph and Dave carved my initials on a lock as a surprise that now signals my visit to the Great Wall. It was tradition to throw the keys over the edge, though we held on to ours and started down the last flight of steps. Gonna hit every muscle we have. Oh my gosh. Although it's easier coming down, it's harder to gauge. Yeah. It feels easier in the moment coming down, but then that's when my muscles shake. Strange feeling. How was the condition of the stairs further up? It's about same. the same, yeah. A little narrower path. Yeah. Some of the situations inside the tower, you know, you could climb up into the top yeah. of the tower, and those stairs were steep. Oh. Maybe six In inches hands. wide In and I mean, super like steep. Like climbing? It was scary, yeah. Wow. You kind of
2: use I did. I
0: yeah, no, I did too. Oh, wow. I was like, <laughs> one false move backwards, and I'm done. <laughs> You know, it's quite important just to look at your feet going down rather than the whole picture because exactly. that makes you dizzy. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice and cool up here. Gosh, how pretty. Yeah. Our tired group convened at the bus, eager to rest during the drive back toward Beijing. It wasn't even lunchtime, and we looked forward to visiting the Jade Factory where we'd refuel during a catered lunch after our scheduled tour.
1: The lighter color J-dite, when we make the jewelry wear it, the J-dite and get temperature from the human, it can make the J-dite color change. The color will from lighter to dark, from smaller to bigger, the color will keep changing, never stop, but certainly the price increase up also, right? It's a unique leading
0: Lunch was on the second floor of the factory in an event room with white linen tables and tasty dishes in the shared style to which we'd become accustomed. To spice things up, our table played two truths and a lie. We laughed as we tried to decipher just how interesting or reserved each of us really was. And then we were back on the bus toward our last adventure of the day, the acrobatic show in Beijing. We waited with the crowd outside the theater as our guide collected our tickets at the counter. Families gathered in anticipation of the human circus. Our group was mostly spent but looked forward to the entertainment to come. The theater inside was beautiful and decorated in red velvet as many theaters are. The lights dimmed and the show began. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world of acrobatics in Beijing Chaoyang Theatre. The China Consumer Skill Show will begin. There were acrobats on pedal bikes one body climbing on top of another until there were five tiers of humans circling the stage on one bite other bodies were twisting and dangling from the ceiling from long scarves The final act had me at the furthest edge of my seat. First, it was one motorbike racing around the interior metal walls of a sphere. Then there were two, dodging each other in time to avoid a collision. Then there were three, then five, and then eight bikes racing inside an incredibly small ball of whizzing lights and motors. And no one died, or even clipped a handle. One by one, they precisely exited the ball through the now open hatch as they screeched into place side by side at the front of the stage. We headed back to our hotel where Steph and I decided to skip dinner with the group. We had snacking and packing to do. We would catch a plane in the morning to the city where we would meet Daphne. Thank you for sharing in this eco psyched episode visit eco for more episodes and the blog and don't forget to subscribe to the eco psyched newsletter for the latest on everything eco psyched i'm lisa b